Are you tired of all the voices who say, focus on the bottom line numbers? Say whatever you have to, just close the sale. Just get the credit card. It doesn't matter what you deliver. You will never build a successful business until you grow a pair and stop caring so much. Here, we respectfully disagree. We give you permission to embrace who you are, how much you care, and encourage you to design a business that works for you and your clients. Welcome to The Art of Giving a Damn, the podcast that proves with every single episode that you can create a profitable business doing what you're passionate about and making a positive difference in the world. Now here's your host, Michelle Schaefer. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. Today, my guest is Katie Stage, who is an ex-professional minimum wager. I love that. They got introduced to the online industry in 2013. She went full-time in 2017 as an attraction marketing mentor and, this is fun, an RVer, which we are going to talk about in a minute. Katie travels around the U.S. going to seminars, events, building her network, and visiting beautiful places to explore. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you for having me, Michelle. It's so great to see you. I love it. I love it. I want to come visit you. I'm Absolutely. Add me to your like, fancy travel plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I definitely want to talk about the RV thing, but let's yeah. rewind just a little bit. First, what got you started with online marketing and what were you doing before you decided to jump in? Oh, gosh, this is a great story. So usually in this type of industry, we know somebody that introduces us to this type of work, right? Mm -hmm. So it happened to be my dad. So what happened is that I just happened to be searching for another job, right? Because I ex-professional minimum wager, like you said, 31 jobs in 17 years. I was looking for something. Oh, wow. I don't know what. I wasn't a bad employee. I just was, I got bored fast. I couldn't, I didn't feel purpose, you know, my purpose and stuff like that. So yeah. anyways, I was on my, um, a, another job hunt and I was going to upload a resume and all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh, right. And just so you know, I never went to college. So, I mean, I, I drove by one once, but, <laughs> but, but the thing is that I, I just didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Yeah. So I just kept working jobs and trying to find my place. And then, um, as I was sitting at the computer, my dad tells me, he's like, Katie, come check this out. And huh. you know, you know the thing, right? So yeah. I, 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 I took a look at it and I'm like, what, what? Like, this is the <laughs> first time I knew there was a way to make an income mm -hmm. online. I didn't know it existed until yeah. that moment. And I'm like, wait, really? Like I could be my own boss. I can make my own money. There's like no, there's no limits. So that's what, you know, I could be myself. I can work in my, P like right now we're talking and I'm in my PJs, right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's, it's 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. So we're drinking coffee, hanging out I'm and having fun, you know? <laughs> and so that's when it all happened. And I'm like, okay, I'm in hell yeah, I'm like all in, let's just do this. And it's been an amazing journey ever since. It's just my goal to stay out of the nine to five. So that was <laughs> yeah, that's been my journey. Awesome. I didn't know your dad was the one who introduced you to online business. Yeah. Was. So cool. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I certainly didn't do the 31 jobs in 17 years. That's a lot, but I did yeah. the, you know, minimum wage thing too. The, I've never been to college. The only real jobs I ever had were um, waitress and, and barista. So, you know, waitressing and bartending is fun. Yeah, it is. that's it. And you know, it's, it's interesting because the internet really does give literally anybody the opportunity, regardless of what your background is or your education, to build something that, like you said, lets you escape the nine to five. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing awesome. wrong with the nine to five, by the way. I appreciate the people who actually, you know, I, I kind of envied them for a long time because they knew what they wanted to do. And there's a lot of people who are actually happy to take the trash out or do the dishes or do the things that I don't want to do. So I really do appreciate that to make the world kind of go around, right? It's just, it just wasn't for me and I wasn't finding my, my place in any of the jobs that I've done and I've done a ton of them. So (laughs) I think that that's the thing is so many people really haven't figured out what they're here for, like what their gifts are and what they want to do with it. And I love that in the online space, you can start and just move into it and figure it out as you go. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what you do right now for business. Well, I'm an attraction marketing mentor. So uh, when I got into the industry, I didn't realize that I was filling my brain with all of this different knowledge that I didn't know what to do with. And I found that um, over the years, I turned out to be really obsessed about marketing and talking about marketing and talking about human behavior um, and, and just try to figure out what makes people buy things, what makes people click, what makes people, you know, do things to take action, right? And also the human behavior of what holds people back, right? I want to figure that, you know, I love to mm-hmm. figure that and learn that about people to try to help them out and try to uncover what it is that's mm-hmm. holding them back. So I'm just obsessed with that. <laughs> Well, and one of the things that I love about what you do, because you and I have known each other for quite a few years now, is your Facebook, for example, is is a great just demonstration of how to show up as you and share your business and attract people to you in a way that is not at all slimy or salesy or or I mean, you definitely don't try to fit yourself into somebody else's mold. So talk to us about that for a minute. Like Speaking of what holds people back, what gave you the, I guess, confidence to just go out there and really be yourself? Well, it was the realization that who am I off the screen because we tend to come and show up on social media and kind of kind of manipulate people in the way they perceive who we are. And I realized that I didn't want to be like that because if, when I'm off screen, I am this crazy, kooky, off-the-wall <laughs> I'm always on the whim, right? And it's just like one minute I could be like wanting to do this and the next minute I'm doing that or whatever. I'm just like all over the place, right? And that's just the way it works. I think, um, I think, well, my mom didn't tell me I had like ADHD until I was in my 20s. So she says, I didn't want to tell you. You didn't work on any medication. I knew you could figure it out. And I've had my own creative way to figure out, you know, and work around that. But I, I, I realize that there's a certain person that I am off screen and I get along with a lot of people that way. So I'm like, why don't I bring that on screen and just be who I am? And if I don't know. If, if I have any haters, I don't know because they're not in my they're not in my radar because I don't pay attention to them. I just pay yeah. attention to the people who want to, you know, hang out with me, right? So I always encourage people to bring you yourself out and try not to be somebody else because you know 
yeah. you're not you're not giving them your whole you your hundred percent you and people you got you got to love yourself first before anybody mm. else love you so you have to accept yourself your quirkiness the yeah <laughs> point you know I think a lot of people when they first come online do feel like they can't be fully themselves or like people might judge certain things or you know it's it's interesting to watch as as all of us figure that out like who can we show up as can we be ourselves and feel good about it and I think a lot of times that holds people back that they don't feel like they're showing up as them or they feel like they have to project a certain success level before they can talk about their business and it just ends up not feeling good right yeah exactly and I think it's it's important to kind of commingle all of that because when I was I thought I had to be a certain way when I first came online I thought I had to be the professional you had to dress a certain way or something like that you had to have your hair perfect or maybe you had to have makeup on or something like that but then I realized I'm like that's a lot of work and I'm typically kind of a lazy person and it's not that you know it's not a bad thing it's just you know accepting your quirkiness and I grew up as a tomboy so I never really got into makeup but I got caught into the social you know society I guess saying that you have to have like the perfect selfie or you have to put filters on or something I'm like no I want to show it all I want to show just me I I, I, I'm not gonna if I don't want to do it I'm not gonna do it and I'm not gonna have anybody else pressure me into it and it seems that it's working so far (laughs) I I think Yeah, I think that resonates with a lot of people because there is a a certain magic in just showing up as yourself and saying, hey, world, this is who I am. This is what I do. And I can help you with whatever that thing is. I love that. Yes. And it's it's so freeing. So because you're not trying to like it's the whole trying to fit in somebody's mold and you have this perception like this perception that, you know, society says you have to fit in this mold. But you just say no more. I'm just going to go ahead and be me. And people will that's attractive to people. It is. Absolutely. It's, it's one of those things that when other people see you showing up as just this, this quirky, energetic, amazingly funny person, like your (laughs) Facebook posts crack me up. I'm I'm constantly laughing at my phone. People around me will go like, what are you reading? I'm like, (laughs) check on Facebook, go connect with her. And I really like that offline too. I just crack jokes and stupid puns and I'm just so cheesy and I'll just like be sitting there and and it's all quiet and all of a sudden I bust out laughing because I think it's something, right? And I'm just that girl that'll just bust out laughing. My, my, I actually travel with my dad full time. So he's just like, okay, now what? Or I'll crack jokes and he's like, oh God, I'm going to leave at the next truck stop. Wow. Well, let, let's talk about that for a minute. So you yeah. decided, what was it, about a year ago, two years ago now, to go full-time on the road? Yeah. And how that happened was is really interesting. My dad, was an, he's an ex-over-the-road truck driver. So when I was actually born, we're not going to say what year, when I was born, my dad decided to stay home, but he still drove truck. But before mm-hmm. that, he, he's been all over the United States, except for Hawaii and uh, Alaska, which... Those are- Tough places to drive to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so anyways, he always always wanted to travel, right? He Mm -hmm. loves it. So that's why he liked the truck driving job. But when you're a truck driver, there's only certain places you can, you know, go. So you can't really explore. So it's always been, excuse me, always been his dream to go explore new things. So he's always said, well, I'm going to go travel. So um, he was a a primary caretaker to uh, his dad, so my Mm -hmm. grandpa. 
and he says, okay, when he passes away, because Grandma had already passed away by uh, 10 years prior to that, but anyways, so as soon as Grandpa passes away, I'm going to go ahead and go travel. So when that happened, um, he asked me, because I don't have any kids, I'm not married, so I didn't mm -hmm. have any attachments or anything like that. I did have, a, I do have a house, but the thing is, is that, okay, my dad's like, hey, do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah, because mm -hmm. at that point in my business in 2017, this was like late 2016, we talked about it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to set this up so I can be, you know, because mm -hmm. i got to pay rent still, right? Right. <laughs> a free ride, right? <laughs> And so we came to the time, May 2017, we made it happen, and we've been on the road, and about my house, I didn't have to sell it, because my sister and I, we own the home together, so what mm -hmm. happened is that she just moved in and took over the payments. So it was it was perfect, because she had two kids at that time, they were living in a, in a, a small place where they didn't have much room, so it was just all perfect timing. So I'm like, okay, I'll just mm -hmm. go, why not? And so I'm kind of glad I am with my dad because, you know, he's, you know, he shouldn't really be by himself. Not to say he gets in trouble or he's frail or and by any means, but I'm just saying that yeah. it's um, helping with the driving duties. So we have a fifth wheel. It's about a 35-foot fifth wheel. So, wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I learned a lot of driving skills from him. So it's... Right. Yeah, and so. that would help to have somebody who's driven really big things yeah. teach you how to drive with a really big thing attached to your vehicle. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I've had a background of driving too. So I've driven full-size school buses. I've delivered bread for Sarah Lee. So I've had the oh, wow. Okay, I've done all that. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, what is a typical day like for you on the road as far as working your business goes? Well, for right now, we're we we like to boondock. So, which means dry camping, which means we're just out in the wilderness and we're not like in a, in a, a campground. So we're not, we don't oh, have full hookups. So we have, okay. power. we have a water pump with a whole bunch of water on board. So we can do that. We have a normal shower. Yes. You know, and, <laughs> but the thing is, is that our typical, what, what, we, what we like to do is um, if it doesn't have Wi-Fi, then it's not a place for us because we're hundred percent online. Right. But that Wi-Fi would be important. Yeah. yeah that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Yeah, so we try to find that place and uh, with strong internet. And right now we're kind of like this time of year, it, the weather is just kind of crappy. So we're yeah. just kind of staying still right now. We got a lot of weather come, happening in California, so it's a lot of rain and stuff like that. So we decided that we're just going to stay here for a little bit. And we're currently in Nevada. So cool. actually, let me see if I can turn my uh, my my little laptop here <laughs> right out the window, and that's. Oh, really? wow. That is a gorgeous view. Yeah. So this is a place that uh, it's called Stewart's Point. And uh, you can you can park pretty much anywhere that your that your RV can fit. Awesome. <laughs> so what's what's been your favorite place that you've traveled to uh, in the last year and a half or so? I like this place. This is nice. Um, I also like um, anything that is pretty much has this view, let's just say that. But so right now, this is my favorite place. Yeah. But prior to that, I think Florida was, uh, Florida is pretty good for RVers where they have like 50 free boondocking wow. places all around Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, you just don't want to be there when it's hurricane season. Cause we had to run from Irma and then we had to run oh. from Harvey. We're like going to different places. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's crazy. But, yeah. So, um, but I think anything that's just open and quiet and fresh air, it, it, it's, uh, 
it's nice. <laughs> so you guys are kind of the opposite of the storm chasers on the Weather Channel. You go yeah. away from the storms. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So I gotta imagine that waking up every morning and seeing a view like that is just that's gotta be really inspiring and motivational. Yeah, and you know what I, you know, it's. I know there's a lot of people who come to me and they're like, oh, I wish I had this, I wish I had that, but people can do that. You can make that decision. Like you, Michelle, you made the decision. You went you went to Costa Rica and lived there for a little bit. That's a cool place. Yeah. And now you're back into the States, and it's just like, I think it's so cool that you can make that decision to move, right. you know, get the things together. You know, obviously my dad is like, you know, he's the one that helped me get out of the house and into the RV, right? So you got to, you know, I don't know what's, uh, what other people's situation yeah. is, but it's actually cheaper. Um, going from, like, let's say I'm a mortgage payment to, yeah. you know, like we said, we like to boondock. Once you get, if you have the vehicle mm-hmm. already and the RV, there's payments, you know, that's actually really cheap. So it's like once you have that and you have the income coming in, there's a ton of places for free that you can park. So really, it is cheaper live RV and it's so nice because if you don't like the weather or if you don't like your neighbors you can just pack up and move (laughs) that's true (laughs) you know that that is one of the things that's amazing about being able to work online is people will ask well can you really work from anywhere yes you really can as long as you have wi-fi um I I think the the biggest thing is you have to be really self-disciplined and self-motivated to be able to make it work and I know you mentioned a minute ago like that, that you enjoy diving into that mindset of what gets people to take action, to get motivated, to do things. So well, let's talk about that piece of it for a minute. What do you see as the biggest thing that stops people from being able to move in a position where they've got an online business that's working and then growing it to where it can support them, whether they choose to go RVing or, or stay where they're at? Right. Um, I, that's a great question because it took me a long time to discipline myself. And so it's it all comes down to a decision to make it happen. It's like you, you set off like certain times of the day to do things like we can easily binge watch something on Netflix, you know, and then there's two hours that go by, or you're scrolling through Facebook, and it's all about self-aware, saying you're, you're carving this piece of time right. in your day, which doesn't serve you, so use that right. self-awareness, saying I can use those two hours to um, learn a new skill, or to reach mm-hmm. out to new people, or to come up with content, or make some videos, um, for video mark for anybody who's interested in video marketing, you know, just make it happen, and mm-hmm. there's something that I learned within this past year called zero-level marketing, I've actually done it over the years, but I never really knew what it was called, so zero-level marketing is, you know, there's a lot of times where we just, like, when we're getting into this you know, trying to get into um, our our success journey, right? And there's a lot of days where we just don't do anything. Hmm. And so just to put that zero-level marketing up a little bit, uh, an up a notch, where you're actually doing an action step. Mm-hmm. And it's not nothing, right? But it's something, like you send an email or you make a quick video, you know, something that will put the set the bar a little bit higher, where you're zero level marketing for when you're not feeling good or if you're on vacation, but you're still doing something that'll move you forward. So whether it's reading a book, taking some notes, creating some content, like I said, email your list or post on Facebook, mm-hmm. anything with purpose to move you forward, set that bar up higher to do that zero level marketing just to make like, even if it's just one thing. 
I so like every single day with no day off. Hmm. Seriously. Consistency is a huge key to success. Anyone I know who's managed to create a business that does work for them to, yeah. you know, go off grid or, or whatever their, their goals really are, it's about the consistency. It's taking those daily actions. Mm-hmm. So what do you do on the days where you don't feel motivated? Like how do you push yourself to keep growing your business? It is the discipline. It's realizing that like yesterday, just for, for instance, I felt like, okay, I, I put out a video for, for my mm-hmm. YouTube channel and that was, and I sent an email and that's all I did really. That's all I did. And I worked out in the back room. I, I did a, a one minute plank, whoop, whoop, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I, on Facebook. <laughs> but I felt when you feel like sending a video and editing your video and put it on YouTube and sending an email, if you feel like that's not enough, that's what zero level marketing feels like. Mm-hmm. When you feel like I, I feel lazy, but sending out a piece of content to let people know you're still there, that's where you want to be, and that's what the zero-level marketing is. And I think what usually stops people is that confidence. Yeah. Because for years, I'm like, who's going to listen to me? Why should anybody care? Maybe people, like everybody else knows it but me, so I'm the last to know, right? I'm, I was afraid of the naysayers. Mm. People were going to show up and tell me I'm wrong. Right. I don't know what I'm talking about, but what's really interesting is when I decided to say, fuck it, (laughs) can I swear on here? Yeah, you're fine. (laughs) Is when I decided to move forward anyways, what I realized is that those people that I was so afraid of didn't show up. They didn't. They didn't. So I just went, I, I moved ahead and did it anyways, and it was just awesome. It felt so freeing to, like, just let it all out, and that's what I encourage people to do. You've been in this industry for whoever, whoever's watching this. Even if you're brand new, there's something that you can learn every single day and just turn it around, and this is what I like to say is throw your notes away. So you write something down, and they turn around and just put it out there on social media or your preferred platform or you email somebody or put it in a video it's just going to, that's going to get a good kickstart. And that's what's going to attract people to you because they're going to watch you grow and as you learn new, new skills. Yeah. So that's an action step for everybody watching. No excuses. Turn off the Netflix. <laughs> Turn off the Netflix. <laughs> Unless you're watching a documentary that you're going to do a yeah. Facebook Live about later. <laughs> and you're watching this and you're writing notes down mm-hmm. and you're going to share. This is what I learned today in this video. <laughs> You know, I I love that approach because there is like this pressure and we put it on ourselves Mm -hmm. that I can't share or I can't teach anybody anything because I'm right here. I'm not up here yet. Well, you know what? I want to learn from somebody who actually gets what I'm going through right now and doesn't think, oh, just push the button. It'll be easy. You'll be live. You'll be great. No, no. My first time I went live, I was not great. Uh uh (laughs) When you met me before I went on stage one time, I am not a confident person before I walk on stage. (laughs) and I think that it, there's something, again, that is very attractive about somebody just being real of, hey, I just learned this really cool tip I want to share with you. Yeah. And that kind of content is valuable to other people. Exactly. Exactly. And I do remember that day that I met you were at the coffee shop. I just remember that day. I, I, you know, sometimes <laughs> I don't remember like yeah. certain days or certain events or whatever, certain things. Like I feel like I don't have a very good memory, but there's certain specific things in my life that my brain decides to attach. So I just remember that day when you're, we're in the coffee shop and you're nervous, you're about to go up on stage, you're on those sexy heels or whatever you were wearing. <laughs> 
and and you were nervous and I felt and I and I remember talking to you and saying like trying to coax you and say it's okay it's all right you were like, really helpful <laughs> I remember that and it's it really is it's a powerful thing to just stand next to somebody and say hey I know you can do this and you're going to be great go for it because um, I, I remember running into you and I was incredibly nervous because that was a, that was a pretty big crowd um, and it was it, it was a great moment for me to like step into okay I can do this I can keep moving forward and I think that's one of the interesting things that happens when you start your business. I have a, a coach who always says, if you want to grow as a person, start a business. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. It, it is like the biggest personal development journey you will ever go on. If you have a fear or a block or a mindset issue, it is going to come up. It is going to come out and you're going to have to deal with it. Yes, exactly. You can't run from it because otherwise yeah. you're just going to get stuck. And you can't move forward unless you go right head on. And fear is always the motion of ignorance. So it's heading it straight on and saying, you know what? I don't, you know, it's like I'm in Toastmasters now. I just signed up for the first oh. time in Toastmasters. I haven't done Congratulations. my. Congratulations. Thank you. I haven't done my icebreaker. Like I do Facebook Lives all the time. I'm, I'm on YouTube. I have like 500 videos under my belt, but I've never spoken in front of people and it scares the shit out of me. So oh. that's why I'm doing it. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. Oh my I have been scared of it for a long time because I don't know anything about it. So when I step out of my comfort zone and go do it, then it starts to become familiar, just like video marketing. A lot of people don't do it because they don't know what they don't understand. Oh, they don't, it's, it's, it's terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying. There's like all these different levels of okay, I'm going to be on video. I'm not, I don't want to say anything silly. I don't want to look silly. What if I sneeze in the middle of the video? There's there's so many things that come up. Um, Let's talk about that for a minute because you are great on video. Like you do videos from the craziest places. Um, What got you comfortable with, or or are you comfortable with that? Because you come across very comfortable. I do have to say that I do get uh, nervous still. Okay, so that never really goes away, per se, because it's either like a mixture of like being nervous and also excited because there's something that I want to share. So, um, but I I always like to um, call out the obvious in my videos. Hmm. So if I say somebody that I'm nervous, I'm going to say in the video that I'm nervous. I Hmm. always have, let's just say, like, I don't always have my stuff together. So I always have notes with my videos. In almost every single video, I do say, hey, I'm just going to take a look at my notes, even if it's about my own life. I'm like, I can't, I, yeah. like if the last Facebook Live I did, I'm like, I just can't brain today. I'm just going to tell you. But I'm consistent. So it was the day that I do my Facebook Lives. I hit the record, and I'm like, I'm just warning you people. I can't brain today. I have my notes of my own damn life. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's just being real and telling people um, that you're nervous, right? And, mm-hmm. and it's just. Ah, but what really got me um, uh, get you know overcame the fear of videos. I, you know, people always say just do it, just do it, and get used to it. But really, really, what it is is that I always thought not the millions of people or thousands of people that are going to watch and maybe judge me or do all this stuff. I always kept in mind just the one person that I'm going to impact, and I thought of just them. 
So that's who I was speaking to, and that's who I always speak to, and it's always just that one person. And there's another uh, uh, idea that I came up with that really helped is that you know you can cut out a picture of somebody that you really admire, uh-huh. put that right next to nice. the camera lens. It's like you're talking to them. Oh, so like it's so you know, so, so it's not weird that you're just talking to like a little dot, right? So that could help. That's a that's a great suggestion. It would also keep your eyes kind of focused on the yep. camera. Yep, just know where the camera is because sometimes people talk over here and they think the camera's over there or something. You're like, I've done that. Yes, I have absolutely done that. You know, and that's that's an interesting. Um, I like the way that you call out how you're honestly feeling because, and then again, it's one of those things that gives other people permission. Like if you're listening to this and you're going, I don't think I could ever be not nervous. Well, congratulations. We're, welcome to yeah. some Everybody. version of abnormal. Everybody's nervous. <laughs> yep, exactly. Even the big guys, you know, whoever you want to, whoever is always on stage, you know, they always like, I think it was Barbara Streisand is the name that came up because we talk about, um, we, we talk about, in my group, we talk about, you know, of people overcoming the fears and Barbara Streisand came up as an example where she would like want to curl up in a ball before she performed but she got up anyways and just belted out because that was her way of getting over the fear is to belt it out so maybe that could be your metaphor is just belt it out because you like you have this goal you have this thing in mind that you want to do so just hit the record button and just bleh, you know just say it even yeah. if it's not perfect, you can delete it later. You don't have to publish it, but just to get the kinks out, you can just get on the video and then eventually maybe go on Facebook Lives, which I highly recommend because I think it's the best platform to connect and have conversations with people mm-hmm. in real time. So <laughs> I got to do more of those. <laughs> You're good at them anyways. I see them. Oh You're good. my gosh. I get so nervous. And, and I think it's that, that same thing you mentioned. I can't brain today. Like my mind goes blank when I know it's live. Yes. <laughs> That's why I got my notes. Cause I know, I know who I am. I'm not lying to myself because I'm just like, I'm just going to be all over the, I want, you know, if there's a squirrel, I always tell people, that's one of the things I always tell them, like, I have my notes today because I'm outside, there could be a squirrel at any moment, and I'm going to have my squirrel moment, so I have my notes here, I'm going to keep checking, and you just tell people the obvious, and you tell people how you are, and it just makes them laugh, and you're just yourself, and it's just fun, so. That's awesome, so how do you come up with ideas for your Facebook life, because you are, again, you are, like, super consistent with it, um, where do your ideas come from of what you share that kind of sucks people into the the katie verse yeah well it's it's always learning something new every single day Mm -hmm. so it's it's i do facebook lives only once a week so i have like a whole week to come up with something right i don't i don't really like to do it every single day for facebook lives because i feel like that's forcing myself to come up with something and i feel like if i force myself my heart's not into it or whatever and i just don't want to do it every day so i just do it once a week Mm mm-hmm and I have all week to come up with content, and content is everywhere. Like, you're watching this video. This is content. You are scrolling Facebook with purpose, and you're following people <laughs> who are in your industry, and yeah. you're finding out what their lingos are, and you're learning things, because I did that when I first got started. I was by myself for two years in the company I started with, mm-hmm. with no mentor, YouTube and Google and the training videos were my mentors. So when I was on Facebook, there was a lot of leaders in my company that I followed and I, and I, I paid attention to what they were taught, how they were talking and how they presented themselves online. So there, there's information there and just exactly what I said, you can turn around and say that and just share that with your audience. Cause that's what I do. 
I tell my audience, this is what I did when I didn't have an upline in the, the company I start or a mentor or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you can just share that. Yeah. And there's blog posts, there's Google, there's, you know, I basically have to ask what it is you want to learn. And when you absorb that information, just turn around and share that with other people. So that's pretty much it. Okay. Everywhere. <laughs> it, it's something that really anybody can do because as long as you're open to learning whatever that subject is that you're passionate about, you're always going to have something to share. Um, yeah. And I started my business the same way. Like I started my business online in 2000. Okay. And... I didn't, I didn't even know anybody really who had an online business at that point. I was just like, okay, I'm going to figure this thing out. Um, and, and I didn't have a mentor, but you know, I had all these places that were resources that I could go and search. And just when you're determined to make it work, I think you figure it out. That's um, it. And yep. it really is a, it's a tenacity thing. And, and I think it's a, a vision thing as well. Like knowing what you want, because it's easy it's easy to make excuses, right? Well, I don't have this, or I'm not connected yeah. to the right person, or I'm on the wrong team, or my, my upline or my mentor is not helping me. And you can choose that, or you can choose to say, okay, well, this is what I have. I'm going to go find what else I need. Exactly. And, you know, one of the decisions I made was that, yeah, I didn't have, I did blame my upline. I did blame that I didn't have a mentor. Or I wasn't on the right team. But what I did is I made the decision to become the mentor I wish I had, mm -hmm. to become the upline I wish I had, and to create the team that I was missing. So it's like you are out there to create what you don't have, and then you'll have it <laughs> pretty much. That is, that is really a powerful thought. Talk, that's what I want everybody to grasp. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That is really a powerful thought to, to stop and think, you know, what did I wish? What do I wish existed? And then go create it. And I think you guys have done that. Like, uh, I know you still do like every single week, you have a mentoring thing for your team that you're teaching things and, and sharing what's working right now, which I think is, is really powerful because it gives people that opportunity to not just have to get started, which can feel overwhelming. Like I know a lot of people come to me with, I want to start an online business, but I don't know where to start. What do I do? Right. Um, and it can feel really overwhelming when you don't have somebody who can, can take your hand and say, okay, this is, this is the first thing you need to do. Do this now. Here's what we do next. Here's what we do I, next. I like the A, B, C, D. I think yeah. most people are like me, possibly. They want to know the step by step by step because I've always asked myself, well, okay, what do I do next? What do I do next? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do next. How do I move forward? And that this kind of overwhelms and then you're like no confidence and it's just all a vicious cycle and just kind of stops people from moving forward. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's very true as we tend to get in that almost hamster wheel inside our own head of this is, this is where I'm trapped and you just keep going yeah. around and around and around. It's, it's really challenging. Um, so let me ask a different question that I know a lot of people have asked me over the years when they've started out in different businesses, uh, either like a network marketing opportunity or they're doing affiliate marketing or they're doing something where they're selling a service. How did you get into creating the workshops and courses that you have? Because a lot of people want to do that and have no idea how to pick a topic or where to start. Well, I think um, how I got into that is that my my business partner came to me and he says, Katie, you know a lot about Facebook, don't you? I'm like, well, I guess. I don't know. I didn't realize that this, I knew, like I was getting like the engagement, you yep. know, in, within my group, I was just like the one that was getting the most engagement. And my mm -hmm. business partner, Dave, he says, 
why don't you make a mini course out of it? And I'm like, I never thought of that. So mm-hmm. I'm encouraging people who are watching this, if there's a piece of information that you know, I know that when we get in this industry, they said that, well, you don't want to attract people who just want free stuff. But I built my business on free. Yeah. And it's the people that I attract that want to learn more, that want to absorb the information. Eventually they buy because of all the value that I give away, Mm -hmm. right, that builds the trust. So if anybody's here is watching this and you are in that place where you're not exactly sure where to go, that would be my, my encouragement to you is, what it is what is it that you are doing right now that's at least working like maybe you do know how to get more engagement what is it are that you're doing to create you can create a pdf file download uh, build a capture page funnel right to get people's emails and just get it out there and get that information out there because it's all about exposure and it's about giving away the information and over delivering because it's not like where it was well 6 years ago when i started yeah. And it wasn't like back in 2000 when you started, Michelle, where it was easy to present something and people were like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But now it's yeah. everywhere. Everybody yeah. seems like they're in something. So we have to give and give and give and give and give first before we ask for a sale. So that's why giving something away for free, PDF download, a worksheet, a checkoff sheet, something simple, yeah. like a short ebook or uh, a video series of something that you can talk about of what's your expertise something that you've learned. So that, that would be my guess, you know. There's two things I love about what you shared there. The first is the idea of just teach whatever it is you know that's working because I think so many people have that imposter syndrome of, well, but I'm not some like major guru. I'm not making $5 billion in my business online. And that's not everybody's goal. Like not everybody's goal is to build something like that. Um, And it doesn't mean you're not a success. Success is whatever you define it as. But the idea of teaching what has worked for you is the same thing I've done over and over in my business. And you don't feel like a fraud. You don't have to question it when you know, hey, this worked for me. Here's what I'm doing. Um, I love that. And the other part of, of what you said that I think is really important for those that are listening or watching to pick up on, in addition to, yes, things have shifted over the past six years, 10 years, entire history of the internet, right? Keeps <laughs> Um, things that worked when I first started my business absolutely do not work now. It's why I don't teach some of the same stuff anymore. Like it's constantly shifting. Um, but I was on Instagram this morning and I saw this post from this gal that was sharing that, you know, a couple of years ago, she had put her family's last 50 bucks into an envelope stuffing opportunity. Oh, wow. There turned out to be a scam and she felt so bad about it. And she eventually did like try again and go for another business opportunity. And now she's growing it, building it. It's working for her. And I think that's why that value is so important to be willing to give things away, to get on Facebook live and share tips or YouTube or create that PDF is because a lot of people have been burned. They've signed up for things that didn't work. Sometimes it was the opportunity that wasn't really you know, an opportunity. Sometimes it was something else that it wasn't the right fit or they weren't in the right place to really go for it. But it's a scary world for a lot of people when it comes to what can I do online to build a business. And I think the one thing that is really easy to learn from what you're doing and people go check you out on Facebook. I'll make sure there's a link. You guys can connect with Katie. It'll be near this video, near the the audio, wherever you're listening. Yeah, my Um, mom says I need to make more friends. So send me a request. (laughs) (laughs) 
funny. The, the thing that, that I love is that you're a great example of people can feel safe. Like they follow you and they can see you're just a real person. You're out there building this business. You're doing exactly what you teach. Exactly. And that's something that a lot of people aren't doing what they teach. Like that's one of the things I look for before I work with somebody or choose a mentor. I'm like, the, the system this person wants to teach me that they're going to tell, they're telling me it works great. Mm-hmm. Are they actually doing it? Like, don't tell Mark. me to go do video if you're not doing video. Mark. I want to know what you're actually doing. <laughs> I was guilty of doing that. Um, in our, in our group, I was telling people to do Facebook lives, but it was during 2017 because we started our group in 2016. It was uh-huh. built on orphans, people who were, feel like they're left behind and stuff like that. But anyways, mm. 2017, I was just trying to find myself. So I was like, I was in that, that, I'm like, who am I? Where am I going with this? And, and you know what I mean? So it wasn't that long ago. And I was telling people to do Facebook lives because other people were doing it. I'm like, why don't you go do Facebook lives? But I wasn't doing it. I'm like, that was when I realized and yeah. self-awareness, right? Yep. I am teaching people to do this, but I'm not doing it myself. So it was just like, oh, duh. So I started doing it. I made that decision once a week. Yeah. <laughs> and I did yeah. And, and that's one of the good things about business, I think, is it really does push us to grow outside of our comfort zone. Because I know there's a lot of times in my mastermind groups and things that I'll give advice. And I know the first question they're going to ask me is, Michelle, have you done this? Oh. Like, has it actually worked for you? And I made the promise. And I, I, like, I reaffirm that commitment frequently with them of, guys, I promise I will never tell you to go do something scary that I haven't done. Awesome. If I recommend it, I'm going to have done it because that's not fair. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you, go work through all your fears and then be over here in my little corner uh, feeling safe, right? I mean, there's, I, I think times, all of us would like to just, you know, curl up under a blanket and hide under the couch, yeah. um, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be the best kept secret in this industry, so no. don't hide. <laughs> Absolutely. It does not work well for marketing if you try to hide. Yeah. 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 Right. And I just wanted to say another thing, too, to inspire somebody to, if you're going out there and, and, and just to try to quash that excuse or that objection, like, who's going to listen to me? And, you know, you know, I, everybody else is, you know, you compare itis, right? You're like, that person's like, you know, like, if I go on, on social media, everybody knows this already. And, you know, I'm the last to know. I, I know that there's a lot of people who don't know. Right. There's, there's a lot of people who are maybe just getting started. And maybe yeah. you're, I don't know where, whoever's watching this and I don't know where you're at in your business or if you're brand new or if you're not brand new and you're still stuck, just take as where you've been and where you are now because there's a ton of people between that space that are in that space and you can lead somebody to where you're at now. And you, as you keep growing, you can keep leading, keep growing, keep leading to, to whatever, wherever you're going to go. And just, just that was my realization is that I was afraid that if I teach somebody something, they're going to fail because of me. But like just what you said, you're teaching something that you've only done and you know that works. Yeah, you can make, oh, you can tell people don't do this because I've done it and I've made mistakes. Do it this way instead because right. we get those experiences, right? Just like yeah. the, uh, the mail order thing, right? Because then we, just, we get to start to know what's going to work and what's not going to work, who to follow, who not to follow because that's the experience. We have these experiences between when we're new to currently right now, today, right now in this moment. So you can teach somebody and guide them within that space. You don't have, if they decide to go above and beyond you and surpass you, more power to them. Be happy. You know, it's like leaving the nest, empty nest. It's like you can 
if you connect with people, this is why I encourage people to network, especially the um, the people that are in your niche. Network with the leaders and everybody, because once they start to surpass you, it may not happen. I don't know, but if they do, just say you can go follow this person, yeah. right? Somebody that you trust, another mentor that you trust that can go help them go above and beyond, right? Because I don't like holding people back. I want people to go above and beyond mm. and go surpass me and all that stuff. So it's just. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because one of my favorite quotes from, um, I think, you know Adam Urbanski? Who? Adam Urbanski. I don't think so. I'll have to connect you with him if you don't. Okay. But he said something like years ago that was was along that same lines that made a huge difference for me because I had that thing of, okay, but but I don't know enough yet, but I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not ready. Yeah. Um, I had that same fear. Who's going to listen to me? Everybody else already knows this. And he said to a kindergartner, a third grader is like a god. Oh, that's right. That is a fantastic way to look at it, right? Because it's true to somebody in kindergarten or preschool who's just getting started, even if you're only right here, you can help them so much to get there. You don't need to be the person with a PhD who honestly probably yeah. can't even understand why the kindergartner is stuck. So I, I thought that was that's a really cool. Oh, that's really so great. Cool. I love that. So glad you shared that. That's really a great analogy that I want to share. And, I, and now I can give that guy credit, which is great. So I'd love to connect with him and check it out. So absolutely. Awesome. I love yeah. that. That's so simple. <laughs> it is. It's great. Um, and it's just that, that constant reminder of wherever you're at, there are people who want to get there. And as long as you're continuing to do like Katie suggested and keep learning and keep growing, then you're always going to have something more to share. Absolutely. And never stop. And just throw those notes away. Just throw those notes away. Just keep writing. Turn around and share it with somebody because somebody, you know, that's how I learned. Like I said, people share things out on social media all the time. What makes you any different, right? <laughs> well, you know, and I, I, the thing that I think um, that goes along with that is the idea of you're still not going to be saying the same thing everybody else is saying. Like people are afraid, well, I'm just going to be like rehashing the same ideas. No, because you're going to add your perspective, your personality, your own stories to it in a way that makes it unique. And I, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and we were like, yeah, sometimes I have to hear something 17 times before yeah. it finally gets in my thick brain yeah. or through my thick skull. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and you might be the exact personality style that somebody needs to hear it from to actually make it click for them. So sometimes we discount our personality and our experience and the things that make whatever we're teaching different from the way anybody else teaches it. Exactly. I'm also afraid to make mistakes. If we're, if we're on here and we're going to, we're going to tell each other like, you know, our, our faults. I don't like making mistakes. I still hate making mistakes, but I realized yeah. that making the mistakes is, you know, having that failure is actually the best lesson because it, it brings on experience and you can tell people, you know, hey, I did this, you know, just what I talked about. I don't do it this way, but do it this way because this is how I found right. out and doing the thing and having that experience is important. You know, I think, I think what taught me that was really the gym because at the gym, my goal is actually to lift until I fail. Like, right, see how much weight I can lift, see how heavy I can go with things. And, and that had a huge impact for me in reframing what failure is, that it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You've pushed yourself till you found a limit that you can then improve. You know what to do to grow. Um, I mean, I'm, I am extremely frustrated with myself when, I fail or when something doesn't work the way I wanted it to. Right. 
Um, but it is just part of the journey. And you do, like you said, you learn a lot of things. You get a lot of experience from those things that don't always go as planned. Perfect. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. I know that everybody who's watching this just, I know you had the aha moment. Just say F it and just go. <laughs> just do it. No matter what. Everything that we've just shared here, you can just turn around and, and just prove us wrong. <gasps> You know, sometimes that is the only way, though, yeah. to succeed at something is to just go, okay, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Because I think mm-hmm. all of us have those voices, right? Sometimes they're internal. Sometimes they're yeah. external of, yeah. Yeah. you can't do that. Well, why not? <laughs> why not? Like, I, I, I will actually come back to people with that. Now they'll be like, Michelle, you can't do that. Really? <laughs> Are you sure I can't? <laughs> because that's the only way you ever find out, like, what you can really do. I am a big fan of the idea of you learn the rules so that you can break the rules. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> right? So you can figure out, okay, which of these are actually rules and which of these are kind of flexible. Yeah, I call them they're... rules. Like that. Bullshit rules. <laughs> That's funny. There are so many things, though, that people tell you you're supposed to be in that box and, you know, just go get a nine to five and that's all there is to life. And for some of us, like you said at the beginning, you know, it's an individual thing. Like, what do you want out of life? Exactly. I love it. Love that. Great conversation. We go for hours. Drink some more coffee. Oh, I'm not even paying attention to the clock. Okay. So. (laughs) All right. Okay. Get myself back on track here. I think I'm going to steal your phrase. I can't brain today. But sometimes <laughs> the conversation is so good. I like. I just want to keep talking and digging into some of the things because I know people struggle with a lot of these things. Like when I was getting started, I know I was afraid to get on video for years. I did not do video or email marketing or like all the things you're supposed to do <laughs> that actually work to grow your business. And I was. I didn't feel like I had anything to teach. So hearing you explain it though, I think is, is really valuable for people to just stop and look at what you're learning and teach that. So one question that I ask everybody is what is your favorite thing about what you do in business? Oh my gosh. I think the first thing that just popped in my head is to talk with somebody and just have mm-hmm. the light bulb go off, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's somebody who is looking to find their voice and they find it. That's, that's, that's what wakes me up in the morning when somebody emails me back saying thank you for this information I didn't see it that way you know or if it's somebody on Facebook live that says yeah I want to better myself so I want more information so it just excites me to for you know to to move people in the forward direction so that's what you know I like I said in the beginning I've worked 31 jobs in 17 years I've been paid good I've had a six figures one year offline but I wasn't happy. So obviously I'm not in it for the, I mean, we all want to have money. Yes. I have bills to pay. Yes. I do ask for the sale. I hate selling, but I still ask for it. But the point is, is that what really wakes me up in the morning and what really gets me moving, I don't care how much I make is to help that other person find their way. So, because I was lost and the people who helped me find the way without any monetary gain, because it happens, that's who you want to connect with, not to suck out of them. Right for you know to be a freeloader but to learn the skills to give because that's what it is you know without with you know separate yourself from the money because that's just a benefit but you're out there just trying to help somebody else and you'll get get it back tenfold and it's just so many more opportunities will open up because they can smell that a mile away if you're in it for the money (laughs) yes 
<laughs> yes, there's a whole other conversation to be had about the <laughs> difference and the, the place that you're in yeah. when you ask for a sale or make an offer if it's coming yeah. from a desperate need money kind of exactly. space versus a I am here to help you figure out if this is a good fit for you, if this is a good next step. When you come from that space, it's entirely different. Exactly. And it's all about what can you offer that person. That's it. It's it's not the opportunity. It's not the benefits. It doesn't matter how long your company's been around. It doesn't matter if your product can cure something or not, if you can't say that. But the point is, what can you <laughs> offer you personally? Because everybody's out there, and they're like, I don't want to get scammed again. I know we don't want to say pyramid scheme or scam, but people don't know. They want to know who you are. Are you going to stick around? Are you in it for good? Are you going to shice me and leave and go to another opportunity and try to make money over there out of people? So try to, you know, the people who are watching this, the people that have followed Michelle Schaefer, I know you guys are good people. You guys have it right in your head. You're watching Michelle and you know that, you know, you're attracted to the person that, that knows her stuff. So you know what I'm talking about. You want to be that person. So be that person and lead by example and just tell people this is what I have to offer. Right? Beyond, above and beyond the company and the products. Groups. I love that. And and how you describe that moment, I think we've all experienced that at different points in life where that light bulb goes on in our heads and we always remember those people. That helped us flip those switches in different areas where we went, oh, Exactly. Wait, I can do something more. I can do something bigger than maybe I thought before or who just give us that confidence to go after what we maybe already know. Yeah. It's possible. We just need somebody else to validate that and say, yeah, it's totally possible. Go do it. So yeah. I love that. All right. So oh, wait, one more thing. I'm sorry. I just keep going. One more thing. Yeah. I I just wanted to just say this because it popped in my head because also not only just to celebrate your own success, but celebrate other people's success, no matter what company they're in, no matter what they're Mm -hmm. doing, we don't need to celebrate that because we're all here to build our tallest tower and build our legacy, but we don't have to knock each other's down to do it. So be out there to celebrate it. And that's what the energy you bring out to the universe and it'll come back. Like you don't like it when people pitch you. You don't like it when people but you got to know that people are in a certain area in a certain place where they don't know any better. I've been there. I've done that. I understand. So you're not trying to out there and alienate people saying they're doing it the wrong way, blah, blah, blah. And my company's better than yours, blah, blah, blah. No, we're all here trying to make it work. So have that empathy and have that understanding that they just may not know the other way. They just don't know the, you know, the spamming part. We've all been there, right? We all, most of us got out of it, which is good. <laughs> Well, you know, I think that's that's an incredibly important point, both in terms of not judging people for where they're at, but being willing to say, hey, there's another way to do this. Can I show it to you? But also from forgiving ourselves, because we all do the best we can with where we are at the time, with what we know at the time. I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned as an adult, like as a grown up looking back at my childhood was my parents really were doing their best with yeah. what they had to work yeah. with, you know, <laughs> and, and looking at, at that and going, okay, mom, I get it now. Like I've yep. sent her messages um, of, okay, I understand why this happened. I understand what you were doing. And I apologize for being such a brat at this point. I've also sent her messages that, you know, I finally tried Budex. I was right. I didn't need to taste it. I knew, <laughs> um, but, you know, there's so many things that we have to look back and forgive ourselves, right? Yeah. Because, we did the best that we could figure out at the time. And that's okay. That's all anybody ever can do is the best with what you've got. So if you're sitting here and listening to some of this and going, 
okay, so there's a different way that I can share what I've got. I'd like to learn more maybe about attraction marketing and about a different approach for this. First of all, that's awesome. You are in a great place. Never look at yourself and go, oh, I'm doing everything wrong. No, you're ready to grow. You're ready to learn another better way to do it. There's always room to improve, right? So I encourage you, whatever you're out there marketing and selling, get in touch with Katie. Go follow her on Facebook. Again, we'll put a link right below the video. It'll be near the audio in the show notes. You can go connect with her on Facebook and get some ideas from the way that she uses Facebook Live and YouTube and just the posts she writes, her email list. Get on her email list. It'll It'll be one of the bright spots of your day because your emails, know, Katie, are very creative. Stalkers, yes. <laughs> Come stalk me. I don't mind. That is a really great way to phrase it. All right. Stalkers, welcome. Um, <laughs> but you can also connect with Katie at katiestage.com. It's K-A-T-I-S-T-A-G-E.com. Did I get that right? Yes, and guess what? I also own the domain. If anybody puts an E at the end of Katie, it still redirects to Katie without an E. (laughs) That is a smart tip, guys. If your name has an odd spelling or if you've got a number in your domain, always think, what are people likely to typo? (laughs) Grab that one, too. (laughs) All right, so Katie, with or without an E, (laughs) save.com. You can connect with Katie and find out more about her attraction marketing um, and what she shares that will work for whatever business you're in because that's something that works across the board. If you flip the way that you're doing your marketing, you will see amazing results from that. So, Katie, thank you for joining us from – where's your RV park right now? Nevada. 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 Thank you for joining us from Nevada, sharing that beautiful view. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I love you all. Thank you so much. It's been great to have you on the show. (laughs) All right. Wherever you're listening to or watching this, be sure to click like, rate, review, subscribe, and I will see you back on another episode.